Hey y'all, this your girl AJ and welcome to the Talk Your Shit Black Girl Podcast. You ready? <laughs> yeah. Talk your shit. Just say it out loud to see how it feels. People say, don't say this, don't say that. Just say it out loud, just see how it feels. Weigh all the options. Nothing's off the table. <sighs> I know this episode is coming to y'all like super late. I was supposed to drop an episode last Thursday. And as a matter of fact, I've been having like this script written since like last week. And I was like, okay, I need to let it, you know, let it out. But I don't know, something was holding me back. And it's a good thing because I added some more to um what I want to say. Um, also, yesterday I was like, I'm going to be dropping it today. Today is going to be the day I drop it because, you know, spirit, which is all throughout, you know, just pushing me, pushing me. Literally, when I tell you I was in the shower and I was thinking about my podcast and all of a sudden the song that I have as my intro, one of my intro uh no, the song that I have on my intro uh, came on and then another song came on and then literally that song came on again. And I was like, okay, I see y'all. I see what y'all trying to do, y'all. So let me go do it. And then whenever I seen, whenever I was saying that, I seen that it was 11-11 and I was like, oh yeah, this is all signs telling me to go record this episode. So, you know, I was like, okay, I lied and said I was going to do it yesterday. I didn't lie. I mean, I actually meant to do it yesterday, but I got super duper tired and I went to sleep. But I come to you tonight giving you another episode. I am here. I made it. It's early in the week, so normally I drop my um episodes on like Thursdays, but um I'm giving it to y'all early this week. Um anyway, let's get into it. I tend to reflect a lot on my life and the the decisions that I make. I realize that personally, I tend to end up with or around people with a lot of unhealed trauma. And I'm not sure why, but I tend to feel the need to fix them or help them to the extreme. Look, I, I know overall I'm not perfect myself, but I look at the person's overall potential and forget that although that I hold on to that standard, that potential that they may have, um, that doesn't mean that they'll reach it, right? My best friend, Bianca, and I were talking one day and we came across the topic of us having these sort of savior complexes. We tend to attract people that want us to basically save them from their personal life problems. And honestly, we did just that. And I'm not just talking about like relationships. I'm talking about like friendships also. So people, just just people in general that we came across, we realized that, well, fuck. Damn, instead of us be, be, just being able to be their friend, you know, they wanted us to be their savior. They wanted us to take care of them. They wanted us to be that, that person that's just like, you know, don't worry, I got you, you know. You know, I'll take care of you and, you know, you're never going to have problems ever again in your life, which 
I'm not gonna get into name, any name dropping, but yeah, we dealt with a per, with uh, with a person, you know, very much like that. Um, I took care of and allowed so many people, so many people to like live off me, um, like just out of the kindness of my heart, and I wanted to be, I I didn't want to be their savior, but it's like it came off as me wanting to be their savior. I wanted them to feel comfortable. I wanted them to have a place to lay. I wanted them to just be able to just live without, you know, with all those extra problems that they were going through. So look, don't get me wrong. It felt good. But a lot of those people used that aspect of like my heart and just stepped all over it and, 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 you know, abused me in the process. You know, um, we discussed, me and Bianca discussed more about how we should have let these people deal with their problems and shouldn't have butt in because all these people, well, I'm not going to say all, but a lot of these people that we took care of and that we, we did shit for, you know, turned around and shitted on us. But, you know, the kind of person that I am, it took me longer, a longer time to understand that I couldn't continue to do for everyone because when I would I would put my all into these people and I would kind of neglect no not kind of but really neglect myself and my own personal feelings and my own mental health trying to save someone doesn't allow the other individual to to take responsibility for their own actions and can be in it an obsessive behavior for the fixer in the in a sense and in my case i completely wanted to be the fixer i wanted to be the person that made everything better um so i completely understand this because it 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 causes me to get you know it caused me to give so much of myself that i tended to to place their mental health and personal needs above my own you know giving my last and I ended up on the short end of the stick. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes I ended up moneyless, you know, fucked up mentally because I'm, I'm thinking that these people are my friend, these are my friends and that I could confide in them if I needed any help or if I needed someone to talk to. And, um, you know, in the end they weren't there for me when I needed them. I'm not going to say that, you know, I ever asked anybody for money because I don't do that type of stuff. I, you know, I have so much pride. But, like, whenever I wasn't doing well and I was, you know, dealing with shit that I dealt with, I didn't, you know, I didn't have any, I didn't have hardly anybody. But I'm, I'm not even talking about, you know, other people. But I didn't have those people to turn around and lean on. Um, basically, all of that just left me overall, like, emotionally drained. So I, you know, I definitely became obsessed with wanting to fix people's lives. When I lived um, in the dorms at my university, I had a, a chick living with me, sleeping head to foot in my full size bed because her and her mother had gotten into an argument. She was, you know, the first of many. I allowed so many people to move in and out of my apartment without so much as contributing a dime because I wanted them to have support and feel comfortable and have a, a place to lay with their heads. I also allowed, you know, friends and their kids to move in with me. And, and, and the thing about it is not only that, 
I um compromised myself getting in trouble because the the places that I lived at. Okay, first of all, you know that living y'all. Some of y'all, a lot of y'all know that if, when you're living in a dorm. I first I had a roommate. If my roommate had reported me and said, "Oh, this girl had have this other girl sleeping in the in you know." sleeping in our dorm with us, you know, I could have gotten put out of the dorms. I could have gotten in trouble in my um apartments that I was living in, my first set of apartments, like my first few sets of apartments. Those were student apartments. Those were, I had roommates in those apartments that paid their own rent. If my roommates had reported me, I could have, for having people sleep sleep over and stay over, I could have gotten put out of those apartments too. So a lot of the time I risked my own, you know, living situation, my own, I, I risked shit for myself to be able to help other people. And you know what? I put myself on the line and I, and I didn't care because as long as those people were taken care of, I was like, you know, it is what it is, you know, um, I really did things from the core of my heart. I did things, you know, to, to just to help and just to just be able to be a confidant for people who, you know, needed it. And um I um I even opened my doors for people who needed little things. I'm not going to go into those little things, but I opened my doors when people needed things from me or just needed to come talk. Um in return a lot of those people didn't give a fuck about respecting me enough to even give me so much as a thank you. Most of whom I fell out with shortly afterwards or even some before they moved out of my apartments. Crazy, right? It's weird, but like, um, I know this may seem, seem off, but this, this pertains to the same thing, but, um, it's weird. But like when I'm in relationships, I sometimes feel like I like, like I um I also do the same thing, but now when I do stuff like that, it, I, I, it feels like I'm punishing myself. But you know, is it a punishment or is it a lesson that my soul is trying to place my flesh through or whatever? I've been told that like I'm a healer, so I wonder if that's the reason why I'm constantly put into those situations, or are these people reflections of my past life wounds that I need to? be um healing this go around since technically i had experience experience with it i mean the spiritual world world says that nothing is a coincidence that everything you encounter during your life you signed a soul contract to endure for the greater good to complete this lifetime and how everyone you meet is some form of reflection of yourself i mean so did I go through all of those situations just to come out, I don't know, different? Is, was it for me to learn lessons? I don't know. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. Going back to the whole um, tending to attract people with unhealed trauma thing, I, um, I tend to pick apart my current girlfriend. And I, look, I love my girlfriend to death. And I, again, I'm not perfect. I tend to pick apart my current girlfriend in my mind and a lot. And I ask myself, like, is this how she, how, is this how she's a reflection of me? Like, does this mean I need to change this? Or is this a good thing? I become so mindful of the things I do and I say, and I beat myself up mentally when I do too much. 
I have a strong personality, and when I do or say something, I tend to run it through my mind a million times and critique everything. I mean, I guess it's the anxiety in me. As I was writing the script for this podcast, I began to think a little about all the women and the boys I've dated or encountered and picked them apart each one by one as well, creating pieces of me personally, physically, mentally, emotionally. And it's so crazy to know these people were divinely picked for us, representing some parts of ourselves that we may need to have have needed to pay more attention to. Whether it's for us to give more nurturing to nurturing love to, to heal or to simply enjoy. A lot of us are accustomed to picking relationships based on potential. That's where that that's where the problems come in. Again, based on my own purse, my own person, my own personal life. You look, I do this. I tend to pick people based on potential. Like, you know what? I see they do this. However, man, if I work with them a little bit, or you know, I push them to be their best selves, we could. Oh, excuse me. We can exit this little. We can get rid of this little aspect of them. Instead of me just embracing the person as a whole, it's a problem. It's a problem. But I know that a lot of people do the same thing, you know, you know, so I, I, I'm asking, you know, all of you to look within yourself. Like, is it, is it actually, a, is the stuff that you, you're, you're accepting actually a problem or is it just a problem to you? I don't know. We need to stop viewing people for their potential and start viewing them for who they really are. We set unrealistic expectations for a person that may not be able to achieve those things. We may think that they're able to achieve it, but to them, those things is just not things that they want they want to do or the route that they want to take with their lives. Seeing the best in people isn't always the best option. Sometimes the best is what they currently give. Their best is what they currently give. I mean, in this segment off with saying it's okay to set high standards but make sure people that you're allowing in your life first of all aren't taking advantage of you second of all make sure you aren't forcing standards on people i know it seems like like this um podcast went all kind of ways but trust me everything ties together in a in in a way it does tie definitely tie together i know i go off on these when i'm typing my um my script up i'm always going off on these little tangents like okay why why did i write this and it, it doesn't even go with this but then i think about it and i'm like wait it does go together like for instance the beginning of this podcast i talked about how i allowed a lot of people with unhealed with unhealed trauma and and come into my life and bring that shit to me and me sit there and wanting to fix them however it was them that needed to fix their own shit and also me needing to fix i don't know whatever fucking issue i got with trying to help people i mean helping people is great but you gotta know when to help how much to help some things is just not for you to put your hands on. And I tend 
not tend because I haven't done this in a long, in a long time, but I tend to put my hands on stuff a lot. Like, like, oh, you need some help? I'm gonna help you. When really I should just sat the fuck back and just said, nah, bitch, that's none of my business. That's none of my business. But um, I hope you find y'all find a message in here somewhere in my ramble. Cause you know, again, all I do is talk my shit. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening. Um, see you next episode. Peace. <laughs>